0: I promised I would watch my steps so as not to sin with my tongue, promised to keep my mouth shut as long as the wicked were in my presence. So I was completely quiet, silent. I kept my peace, but it did no good. My pain got worse. My heart got hot inside me, while stewing over it, the fire burned. Then I spoke out with my tongue Let me know my end, Lord. How many days do I have left? I want to know how brief my time is. You've made my days so short, my lifetime is like nothing in your eyes. Yes, a human life is nothing but a puff of air. Sila. Yes, people wander around like shadows, yes, they hustle and bustle, but pointlessly, they don't even know who will get the wealth they've amassed. So now, Lord, what should I be waiting for? My hope is set on you. Deliver me from all my sins, don't make me some foolish person's joke. I am completely silent, I won't open my mouth because you have acted. Get this plague of yours off me. I'm being destroyed by the blows from your fist. You discipline people for their sin, punishing them, like a moth, you ruin what they treasure. Yes, a human life is just a puff of air. Selah. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen closely to my cry for help. Please don't ignore my tears. I'm just a foreigner, an immigrant staying with you, just like all my ancestors were. Look away from me so I can be happy again before I pass away and am gone. Common English Bible God is big. The Lord is big enough to hear whatever is on our hearts it really does no one any good to have pretense with God. The psalmist initially thought he had to hold back in speaking with God, he was silent and held his peace with God. However, his distress grew worse. The psalmist, David, finally opened up. He went on to speak openly and honestly to God, with flavorful expression, about what was really on his heart and mind. Sometimes we may mistakenly believe we need to be guarded with God, that somehow we should treat the Lord of the universe like we do with other people, coy, hesitant, Keeping a respectable distance in conversation. Maybe that ought to occasionally happen with other people, but it is silly to approach God in such a manner. With God, we ought to be brutally honest about how we are really doing and how we are actually feeling. If we desire to move mountains and have God work powerfully in and through us, then we need to acknowledge and admit there is a mountain smack in front of our faces. I'm quite sure God has heard it all from people in the long millennia of human existence. The Lord isn't going to be surprised by any of our thoughts and words. So, why hide them? It may be a radical thought for some that we can say anything to God and express our deepest emotions to the Lord who desires to listen. God wants to help us journey in this pilgrimage of faith we are on. For that to happen, we must be upfront about our current location and how we are doing. Like everything in life, honesty is a skill to be developed and utilized. Being honest with ourselves and the Lord involves the following. Acknowledging both the good and the bad. Shying away from the shadowy places of our hearts will never resolve the ickiness we may feel inside. Neither will peace come only by focusing on our screw-ups and bad traits. There is both bad and good within us all, and so we need to hold them both together, recognizing the tension. The better we accept this reality, the sooner we can walk the path of faith with patience and confidence. Both prayers of confession and praise help us keep the good and the bad in mind. Giving some time and space, daily, to reflect. Debrief with yourself about your day or events within the day. What did you do well? What could you have improved? Is there anything you will do differently next time? How might you engraft this kind of reflection into your daily prayers? Admitting your mistakes and when you need help. Only a person who admits their mistakes can learn from them and correct them. This is a necessary part of spiritual growth and development. Faith cannot be properly formed if we don't face up to our own reality. Blaming others only causes us to take the focus off our own needs. Failure and admitting need is to be human. Asking for assistance requires humility and courage, qualities we all possess if we will access them. Paying attention to your emotions. David, the psalmist, did it. He was aware of his emotions, acknowledged them, and expressed them to God. Our feelings are not some necessary evil. Rather, they are important to our faith and well-being. All emotions exist as signs for us to pay attention to something, whatever it is. Listening to the gut. You and I can learn the difference between an impulsive reaction and an intuitive response. The gut-level instinct we possess is our conscience giving us insight. Avoiding this important epistemic ally usually results in a lack of self-awareness and poor decision-making. However, listening to the spiritual whispers within can serve us well. Reading a psalm every day. The psalms are emotional. They are also, obviously, biblical. Therefore, emotions are godly. A daily regimen of reading at least one psalm out loud can have the effect of bringing our mind, spirit, and emotions into alignment so that they are not disparate parts inside us. God of the ages, you are above all and know all things. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry, hold not your peace at my tears. I am a sojourner with you, a guest, like all my forefathers. Look away from me, that I may smile again, before I depart and no more. My hope is in you, without your abiding presence I am nothing. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. Amen.